Welcome back to Simon Field, where we go to the top of the sixth in a tie ball game, and the afternoon is over for Brock Babish. Babish was listed as the pitcher and DH, so Brock would still hit if he gets another turn at bat, but Brock Babish's day on the mound is done. Five innings, four runs all earned, seven hits. Brock Babish struck out four and walked one. The one batter that he walked did come around to score. And he gives way to Kyler Soppy, who is making his varsity pitching debut. Late innings of a tie game. Kyler's a junior, so using him in this spot shows you what the Evergreens coaching staff thinks of him. This is a big spot for a junior. Conference game on the mound for the first time at the varsity level. Wyatt Miles moves from third base to second base. Noah Shimbaluski will now play third base. So because of the pitching change, the Evergreens move their infield around. Oliver Chaharski to bat. He's walked and grounded out. And again, what do we want from Kyler here? Throw strikes, stay ahead of the batters. We want just, just fundamental good pitching here. Does Kyler have to be overpowering in this spot? Absolutely not. You just don't want to give your opponent too much. Two of the Walsall East coaches pop out of the dugout just to make out the lineup cards, make sure that everybody is on the same page here. Oliver Chaharski ready to bat against Kyler Sapi. Sapi's a right-hander. Again, East got great relief pitching from Noah Stroming. Stroming's allowed two runs, but has kept his team in this ballgame. First pitch from Soppy. First ball swinging, and it's a hit to right field. So Soppy is greeted with a leadoff single from Oliver Chaharski. Wyatt Stahl had a double back in the fourth inning. You know what? Stahl could have given East the run that they're looking for. He fell while rounding third base and was tagged out. Stahl is one for two. In this tie game, East puts the leadoff man aboard in the sixth inning. Looking to bunt the runner over, offers and pulls back. It's a ball out of the strike zone. So Wausau East is willing to play for that one run. And I'm not sure if I agree with the strategy because East is at the back of their order. So, I mean, you're counting on your eight or nine man to come up with the big hit if you're willing to sacrifice and give up an out here. On the other hand, the Everest infield has been moved around. Runners going, throw down to second and safe. Stolen base. In fact, Wyatt Miles had that ball get away from him. Rolled into shallow center field, and Preston Miller came right in to back up. So East puts the go-ahead run at second base with nobody out. And it's 0-2 to Wyatt Stahl. Evergreens will play the infield a step in, and even with the bag at first and third. Do you still have the sacrifice on here? Try and move that man over to third base with one out. No, swing it away. That's a strike. Runners going to third base. Play there. He's safe. Oh, that's a close play at third base. I'm not sure if that's the right call. Oh, my goodness. The ball was right there, and I thought the tag was on him. Hmm. The go-ahead runner steals third base, and I'm looking around here at my additional sets of eyes in the press box, and I got a lot of outs. 
except the athletic director who has no fortitude in these situations. <laughs> now the Evergreens have to play the infield in. It's two balls and one strike. Mm, that's a bang-bang play down at third base. Boy, the inning looks different if the Evergreens get a different call in this spot. Two balls and one strike to Wyatt Stahl. Here's the pitch. He swings and misses. Two and two. Sapi has been around the strike zone, working to just his second batter. So the first-time varsity pitcher is not wild here. Two-two pitch. Coming home, up high. Count goes full. Wausau East looking to take their first lead of the afternoon as we play the top of the sixth inning. The Evergreens have single runs, first, second, third, and fourth inning, and in all of those innings they left men on base. That's down low, ball four, so there are runners at the corners now with nobody out. Evan Bridgewater will hit for East. 13, Evan Bridgewater. Now, does Wausau East try something fancy like the double steal or something like that? Coach Dave Langbin is up in the dugout and is communicating via signs with catcher Nick Cotter. First and third in a tie game. Bridgewater to bat. Kyler Sapi checks that runner at first base. Let's see how East wants to play this. Runner is going, pulls the bat back, and the Evergreens do not throw down. They're going to get a play at third, and he's out at third base. Boy, that's a base running mistake. Nick Cotter fakes the throw to second and threw a bullet to third, and the leadoff runner, the lead runner in a tie game, is erased on a base running mistake. Just what the Evergreens needed. Needed a break. And Wausau East gave it to him. There's the first out of the inning. Now, the trailing runner, Stahl, was able to steal second. Still a man in scoring position with one out. But now you don't have to play the infield in. And it's 0-1 to Bridgewater. Well, the Evergreens played that double steal the way they wanted to. There's a swing and a miss. Strike two. So, I mean, with that runner at third, you just need to put the ball in play, and you've got a chance for taking the lead. Now East needs a hit to the outfield to drive that runner in. It's just a, a more difficult hill to climb. And Soppy's ahead, no balls, two strikes. Strikeout, sure, helps the cause here. Coming home, it's high and away, one and two. Colton Abraham is scheduled to bat next. He walked in East 5th in his only plate appearance, waiting in the on-deck circle. 1-2 pitch here. Soppy long set. Coming home with the leg kick and swing and a miss. He got him! Big strikeout. Evan Bridgewater swings and misses. And there's the second out for Kyler Soppy. Number 2, Colton Abraham. Colton Abraham walked and scored. Abraham was not a starter, came in when Noah Stroming came on in relief. Abraham's playing third base right now. He's got to deliver a hit. So normally a non-starter, hitting in the number nine spot, got to deliver with two outs and takes inside ball one. 
Again, Kyler Sapi, you hope, is aware of where he is in the batting order. This is the guy you want to challenge. You don't want to have to go back to the top of the East batting order. This is where you want out number three. 4-4 four, four ball game. One ball, no strikes. Coming home, that's fouled back. One ball and one strike. It's a busy Thursday afternoon around the Everest Athletic Department. we got tennis going here. Softball. Girls soccer playing somewhere today. Up at Merrill. On the slippery, wet field turf. Sounds appealing to me. One ball, one strike. A little bit up and in. Two balls and one strike. Yeah, don't want to lose Colton Abraham here. If Abraham beats you, well, fine, you'll tip your cap. Caden Worth is two for three in the on-deck circle. East has that tying run out at second base. There are two outs. Soppy coming home with his leg kick. Check swing. Yeah, that was going to be a called strike anyway. Instead, Abraham kind of checked his swing and fouls it off. Two balls and two strikes. Boy, the Evergreens need Soppy to win this battle right here. Keep this a tie ball game. Try and take the lead in our half of the sixth. Two and two with two outs. Runner on second in a tie game. Big moment. Soppy coming home. Down low. Count goes full. So now that runner at second with the full count and two outs is going to get a head start. And sensing the drama of the moment, our home plate umpire will clean the dish. I don't know if I was the pitcher. I'd just rather get back on the rubber and go for it here. Three balls, two strikes. Soppy looking to end the inning here against Abraham. Coming home, it is up high. They lost him. So now you'll have to face a much more difficult batter to try and get the inning out. Soppy gives up the walk. It is the second free pass that he's issued this inning. And there are runners on first and second for Caden Worth. A strikeout, two doubles, two runs scored for Caden Worth today. The sun sets over the right field scoreboard. Right in our eyes. Long set, coming home to Worth. Checked his swing on a pitch that's low. That's ball one. Again, you've got to figure these next couple of innings are big for the Evergreens. Really need to start off the season with your two conference wins against Walsall East, and the Lumberjacks have proven to be tough customers this afternoon. 1-0 pitch. There's a strike. 1-1. One one. Taking. It's on the outside corner. East now owns the hit column 8-7. Evergreens have 8-9-1 and one in their batting order due up in the 6th, which means even if they go quietly, their bigger bats will get a chance in the 7th. Sure would like the game to still be tied at that point. 1-1 one, one with runners at first and second. Bouncing ball to the pitcher. It's off Soppy's glove. Loose in the infield and there's no play. Everybody's safe. Trying to score the run at the plate. Coming around and he's out. Boy, that's another base running mistake for Walsaw East. 
It's a check swing in the infield that the pitcher couldn't handle. So safe at first base, and they're trying to score the runner all the way around from second and thrown out, not even a particularly close play at the plate. And the inning ends with the go, what would have been the go-ahead run, thrown out at home. And we stay tied at 4-4. Boy, Wausau East is going to want that sequence back. We'll go to the bottom of the sixth. The Evergreens are coming up when we come right back. Welcome back to Simon Field, where this game is still tied, but just barely. Kyler Soppy in relief gave up two walks, but Walsaw East, on an infield hit, tried to bring the runner all the way around from second to score and was thrown out. East has had two runners thrown out trying to score. They had a runner that slipped and fell while getting around third base and then was tagged out. And then that, that this doesn't look like the right base running mistake. It doesn't look like the right base running play. So we stay tied 4-4. Elijah Schmidt to lead off the for the Evergreens against Noah Stroming, who's on for a fourth inning of relief. Inside, ball one. Evergreens went quietly, three up, three down in the fifth. Going to try and make some noise here in the sixth. Elijah Schmidt bounced into a fielder's choice and was hit by a pitch. That's a strike on the inside corner, one ball and one strike. The Evergreens led 2-0 and led 4-2. Wausau East with two runs in the fifth to tie this game, and that's where we are now. Schmidt swings and misses. One ball, two strikes. Boy, you'd make Noah Stroming work a lot harder if you can get a leadoff man aboard. 1-2, that's fouled right into the dirt, then rolls up the third base side. Stay at 1-2. and two. Boy, the 9-1 victory on Tuesday sure was easier than things are unfolding on this Thursday afternoon. A ball and two strikes. Swung at a high pitch and fouled it off. On the one hand, I mean, credit to Walsall East, a team that has not won a lot over recent years, putting up a heck of a game today against the Evergreens. On the other hand, when teams have losing records, doesn't it seem like games like this usually go against them? There's a swing and a miss. Elijah Schmidt is down on strikes. Don't look now, but that's six in a row that Noah Stroming has retired, and three of them have come via strikeout. So Noah Stroming seems to be solid. Here's Preston Miller, a single and a sacrifice bunt for Preston today. First pitch from Stroming, righty to righty. Starts him off off speed, strike one. Preston Miller for the season, two for five. 
And everyone's going to be getting lots of chances to play over the next couple of days. Swings and foul tips that high fastball. No balls, two strikes. Kyler Sapi awaits on deck. Pitch there is high and away. A ball and two strikes to Preston Miller. Miller's got a put out in center field. And Preston is a junior. He's going to be around for a while. Reaches out and a ground ball to third. Fielded cleanly. Throw across the diamond. It's low. Came off the bag. And the Evergreens have a base runner. Via an error. That was a bad throw. Pulled the first baseman, Evan Bridgewater, off the base. Preston Miller looked around to see how far it got away from the first baseman. Wausau East has committed their second error of the ball game, and the Evergreens have that tying run on first in what should have been the second out. Soppy today has walked, has hit safely, and has struck out, so he's one for two. Been on base twice and has scored one of the Evergreens' runs. Let's see what they do with Miller at first base. Good speed here. And the Evergreens are three for three stolen bases. Inside, ball one to Soppy. The runner was not going. Wyatt Miles, two for two, awaits on deck. So we're waiting to see if the error hurts Walsaw East. That's a little up, two balls and no strikes. And again, Noah Stroming, who from time to time has had some complaints about the strike zone, just kind of held his stare in there, thinking that that should have been a strike and was not. Soppy's got a hitter's count. Give the kid the green light here, 2-0. One out and a man on first. Runner's not going, and it's inside. Three balls and no strikes. Yeah, I mean, two, three, and four in the Everest batting order who are all going to get chances to hit have done damage. Wyatt Miles got two hits. Brock Babish will still be in the game as the DH. He's two for three today. 3-0 three pitch to Soppy, and they lost him on four pitches. That's ball four. So now with one out, there are runners on first and second. It is still going to take a timely hit to put the Evergreens back on top in this ballgame. Now there'll be a visit to the mound. Again, Noah Stroming had retired six in a row. Should have had a seventh before that throwing error, which allowed Preston Miller to reach. And Miller is now down to second base after the walk to Soppy. So there are runners at first and second. Of course, this trip to the mound lets Wyatt Miles come over and have a chat with the third base coach, Dave Langman, on how we want to play this. Wyatt Miles is one of the Everest players who really could get a sacrifice bunt down if that's what the Evergreens want. But this really is. I mean, if you sacrifice here, you're just leaving it for one of the guys behind you to deliver the big hit. With that runner on second base, why not have Wyatt Miles drive him in? No pitching change for Walsall East. Noah Stroming stays in the game. And now it is Walsall East that is living dangerously. In the top half of the sixth, East had the go-ahead run thrown out at the plate. Now the Evergreens are trying to push the go-ahead run across. One out, first and second. Wyatt Miles against Noah Stroming, senior to senior, up high, ball one. Wyatt's a tall, lanky kid, so this is a big strike zone that Noah Stroming is throwing to, but Wyatt's got a good eye, too. It's not going to give you a cheap strike. 1-0 pitch, taking, and there's strike one. One ball and one strike. 
That's not Wyatt's pitch. That was a fastball on the outside corner to the left-handed batter. Wyatt Miles pitched in the seventh inning and was on the mound when the Evergreens got the final out. That's down low, two balls and one strike. And Stroming, who has had good control, now finding the strike zone's been kind of a sometimes thing. Stroming has only walked two. Behind in the count, 2-1. This is a hitter spot for Wyatt Miles. Let's see what happens. That's high and away, three balls and one strike. I don't know. I would still let Wyatt Miles have the green light. I need a hit to the outfield to get the Evergreens this uh, lead run here in the sixth inning. 3-1. And that is on the outside corner, the closest of strike twos. Three and two. Stroming needed that pitch and he got it. Was just an inch or so away from loading the bases. One out, runners at first and second. Payoff pitch coming. It's a swing and fouled off. Wyatt Miles stays alive. Two singles for Wyatt. Got down the sacrifice bunt back in the first inning. Wausau East looking for a double play. The infield is back at double play depth. The 3-2 pitch coming again. Stroming steps off and looks the runner back. That is Preston Miller at second, Kyler Soppy at first. Excellent speed on the bases. Hit one to the gap. Watch what happens. And this ball is popped up. Center field. It is falling. Center fielder dives and he caught it. Theft in the outfield. Wyatt Stahl was frozen for a moment, then came in, went down to his knees, and made that catch. Mm. And Wyatt Miles is out. Two outs. First and second, and here's Chris Wiesman, one for three. The two times that he's faced Noah Stroming, he struck out both times. In this 4-4 game, he swings and fouls back the first pitch that was high. That was letters or maybe above. The one that you would like to lay off. Wiesman steps out for a moment. Looking for a little late afternoon bingo here in the bottom of the sixth. Game is tied 4-4, first and second. Took something off that. Wiesman was out in front of it and fouled it back. So Chris is down, no balls and two strikes. So Noah Stroming, who's got to overcome an error in this inning and a walk of his own making, is one pitch away from getting out of this jam. 0-2, and that is strike three on the inside corner. Wiesman has struck out for a third time, and both teams in these late innings have left the go-ahead runs on base. We'll go to the seventh, and we're still tied. D.C. Everest 4, Walsall East 4.
I'm Chris Conley, and the seventh inning is on. D.C. Everest and Walsall East are tied 4-4. So by far the closest game that either of these teams have been involved in in this young season. Now here in the seventh inning, Walsall East sends their best bats to the plate. Lane Edis, J.T. Gorski, and Eli Poggle. It's 2-3-4 and four in the East batting order to face Kyler Soppy. Soppy gave up a hit in the sixth inning and two walks. Benefited from a base running mistake, Walsall East tried to bring the go-ahead run around from second on a check swing infield single. Runner just kept on going and was thrown out of the plate. So let's see if Kyler Soppy's got his sea legs after the sixth as we are on to the seventh. Lane Yedis is one for three. His one hit is a double. Back in Walsall East third, that opened the scoring for Walsall East. And what at the time was a 2-0 lead for the Evergreens. The Lumberjacks have not led. And Soppy starts Yedis off with strike one. That's what we'd like to see this inning. Can Kyler stay ahead of the batters that he faces? Yedis is a lefty at the plate. Cotter's got the sign down. 0-1 oh, pitch. Sidearm slinging pitch is just outside. It's one ball and one strike. Late afternoon. Temperatures were in the 50s when we started today. Just a light wind. It's blowing out. Weather really has not been a factor in this game. 1-1 one, one pitch. Bounced off the plate. Pops up. That's a foul ball. Nick Cotter was ready to move into fair territory and play that. Now bounced off the plate and Cotter was standing in foul ground when he got his glove on it. One ball and two strikes. Brock Babish was the starter. He will not figure in today's pitching decision. Brock will lead off the Evergreens half of the bottom of the seventh. One-two pitch here as East bats in the top of the seventh and final inning. That, my mm, guess, was outside. Two balls and two strikes. Well, Noah Stroming in relief had thought that he was being squeezed, and Kyler, I think, has got a complaint there. That looked like strike three. Instead, two balls and two strikes. Elaine Yedis is going to see another pitch. And that is high and away, three balls and two strikes. Boy, it just changes the at-bat when hitters get additional pitches to look at, when that close pitch goes against the pitcher. Sure don't want to lead off walk here in this tie game. Seventh and final inning. 3-2 pitch coming. Soppy, well, he swung up what I thought was ball four. It's popped up. This is in foul territory. Is there a play? Oh, my goodness, it just dropped in foul ground. I, I, I guess the third baseman just didn't see that ball. It, it dropped in foul territory. Hmm. So confusion in foul territory, and Lane Yedis is going to see another pitch. 
I mean, this at bat either should have been over by a called strike three or by a catch in foul territory. Instead, we're going to do three and two all over again. Kyler Soppy deserves a little bit better. Coming home here, check swing, third base side, foul ball by a couple of feet. So Lane Yetis is the batter who just won't go away. J.T. Gorski awaits on deck. Which one of these teams can push the go-ahead run across? Another 3-2 pitch, and that's fouled off too. So let's see. Gorski is now going to see what? This is a, this is a ninth pitch in this at-bat. Another 3-2 pitch is coming. Soppy is not back down in this spot, so good for him. Sure don't want to get Yidis away here. Three and two swings, and he fouls off another. So this is turning into an epic battle right now. Let's see. Somebody from the Everest coaching staff is making a secret visit to the back room. That is Greg Langbin, who's retrieving some more baseballs. 3-2 pitch coming again. Soppy exhales, comes set, and is coming home. There, strike three on the outside corner. Ring him up and sit him down. Soppy wins that battle to start off the seventh inning. Number seven. I wonder if Greg Langbin had something to do about this, but at the start of the season, the back storage room up here in the press box, which sometimes would not pass for the good housekeeping seal, is very, very clean to start the new season. Looks pretty good back there. J.T. Gorski, one for three, hits with one out and nobody on. Swings and fouls off the first pitch for strike one. In fact, everything around Simon Field looks pretty good. The equipment area down below, everything's in its proper place. Gorski steps out for a moment. One out, nobody on, seventh inning. Soppy's been on the rubber for a while here, waiting for the batter to get ready, and now he is. Oh, one pitch. Swing, popped up. It's going to be a play here in foul ground on the first base side and caught. There's the second out. Who's playing first base for us? Is that Noah? It's Noah Chimaluski in foul territory making the catch for the second out. Eli Poggle, one of the dangerous bats for the Lumberjacks, one for three today, but he'll hit with two outs and nobody on. Noah Stroming, who's played well in relief, is scheduled to bat next if the inning continues. Soppy looking to get us to the bottom of the seventh, keeping this game tied. First pitch, swing, and a foul ball. Strike one. Soppy's been all right in relief. Has not given up a run. It's allowed two hits. Struck out a man, two walks. Not bad for a varsity debut in a really tight game in a tough spot. So Soppy's been effective. Oh, one pitch coming home here. Took something off. It's a little inside. One ball and one strike. 
don't know. I'm not sure I want to show that slow of the curve to Eli Poggle. I mean, there are curves, and then there's the local. That was the local. 1-1 one, one pitch. Back to something faster. Bounced up the middle. Pitcher can't get it. Shortstop's got to play behind the bag. Got him! Chris Wiesman completes a three-up, three-down inning. The Evergreens will try to win it in their half of the seventh. Tied 4-4. Four, four. It is the bottom of the seventh in a tie game. We play seven inning games in high school baseball, so if the Evergreens can get a run, they'll get themselves a win. They'll be trying to score against a new Wausau East pitcher. Here's Oliver Chaharski, who is on. Noah Stroming was going to reach his pitch limit if he faced one more batter. Stroming in relief was really good. He worked four innings, taking over for Aiden Dykstra in the third. Two runs, only one of which was earned. He allowed three hits. Noah Stroming in relief struck out four and walked two. And the Evergreens have Brock Babish two for three coming up today. Again, Brock Babish, starting pitcher, worked five innings for the Evergreens and will not figure in the pitching decision. Babish has two singles and struck out with the bases loaded. That was his last at-bat, and I'm sure that Brock would like to atone for that. So Walsall East uses their third pitcher. The Lumberjacks usually are not pitch rich. So as the Evergreens get deeper into East bullpen, you think the Evergreens' chances of coming up with this winning run get a little bit better. Again, I mean, that's the view on paper. Got to make it happen on the field. And again, Brock Babish. Wasn't a bad hitter as a junior. Just looks like he's swinging a better bat and looks a lot more confident at the plate in the senior year. First pitch here from Chaharski is a strike. Yeah, Brock for the season has the most hits on the Evergreen. Seven. He's seven for 11. That's a nice start. Up inside, one ball and one strike. Again, what are we looking for here? Base runner. Get that leadoff man aboard. Let's see what happens. Nate Langbin, 0 for 3 on deck. 1-1 pitch to Babish. 
took something off and left it up high. Two balls and one strike. You know what, Chaharsky, that's not a lively fastball. I mean, he's probably uh, certainly a lot slower than Noah Stroming, kind of at the speed of the starter Aiden Dykstra. So East pitchers, different velocities as we've moved through this Thursday afternoon. That's badly overthrown over the catcher's head and back to the backstop. Three balls and one strike. All right, now Brock's been a powerhouse at the plate. You've got a take here in the name of getting a base runner. You'll let him hit at three and two, but it's three and one here. Make him throw a strike. It's a ball four. Almost behind Brock Babish. And the leadoff runner, the winning run, is aboard at first base. Brock Babish. I think a courtesy runner is going to come out here for the Evergreens. Well, everyone here in the press box is unanimous on the pinch runner. But, of course, it's real easy to call the game up here. Nothing easier than that. (laughs) Nate Langbin. Nate Langbin grounded into a double play, grounded out and flied out to center. Do you move that leadoff runner over, or do you let Nate Langbin swing? He's asked to bunt. He offers at it, and it's a foul ball strike. And now the base runner is caught. They're going to say that was not a foul ball. Is Babish called out at second base? He is. Wow, that was not a foul ball. It was a strike that Nate Langbin offered at, and Brock Babish trying to move down to second has been thrown out. And out on the base paths, and both teams have committed them since the game's been tied 4-4. So the lead runner is erased, the first out has been recorded, and at the plate it's no balls and one strike for Nate Langbin. Oh, one pitch, and that hit Nate Langbin. So just like that, the Evergreens will get another runner at first base. Hayden Davidowski to bat now. Nate Langbin is the winning run there at first. Right fielder, Hayden Davidowski. Hayden is 0 for 3. Grounded out twice in the infield, popped out. Nate Langbin is coming back to the dugout. Do the Evergreens want a courtesy runner for him? No, he's going over to talk with Coach Dave Langbin. Again, the visit to the pitcher's mound here by Wausau East allows the Evergreens, you don't need any signs here, batter Hayden Davidowski and the base runner, Nate Langbin, and all gather right there at the third base coach's box. So while the defense is talking for Wausau East, is East making a pitching change here? East is going to make a pitching change. I think Oliver Chaharski has just kind of walked off the mound. Walsaw East is going to opt for somebody else to throw here. Who's coming in for Walsaw East? I believe this is Wyatt Stahl. Yep, Wyatt Stahl will come on in relief of Oliver, of Oliver Chaharski. Chaharski got only one out. It was one that the Evergreens gave him on the bases. Chaharski is responsible for that runner at first base. There via a hit-by-pitch. And gives way now to Wyatt Stahl. Wyatt Stahl taking his warm-up pitches now. Stahl is a lefty. 
Yeah, you know what? Oliver Chaharsky, he threw only one strike for the two batters that he faced. Walked one, hit by pitch, and now he's going to face Hayden Davidowski. One out, winning run on first base, and we're in the bottom of the seventh inning, tied 4-4. Our extras on the agenda. I'm Chris Conley. This has been an entertaining game. I guess more of a nail-biting game for the Evergreens because they've been so used to beating Walsall East over the years. You play the Lumberjacks and you're thinking, ah, you got two wins in pocket. Sure hasn't unfolded that way. The Evergreens have been fully extended and the outcome of this one still not decided. And by bringing in Wyatt Stahl, Walsall East sets up a lefty-on-lefty matchup here for Hayden Davidowski. Hayden on this young season is two for nine at the plate. And I believe this will be the final warm-up toss for Wyatt Stahl. Looking down at first base, want to see if the Evergreens do indeed have a courtesy runner there for Nate Langman. Courtesy runner would have to turn and face us and show us his number. All right, here we go. David Dowski is ready to step in with one out and a runner on first. Evergreens looking to win it here in the home half of the seventh. First pitch, stall to David Dowski. Strike on the outside corner. Again, in this lefty-to-lefty matchup, all the hard stuff, anything that's got a tail on it is moving away from the batter. That pitch was. So this could be tough duty here for David Dowski. Put the ball in play, move that runner into scoring position. Looking to bunt here, gets the bunt down, the only plays to first. And the Evergreens, with two outs, have the runner in scoring position. Davidowski sacrifices. You know, because it's lefty on lefty and stall was going to be hard for Davidowski to hit, I don't have a problem with that play at all. And Nick Cotter, and Cotter is 0 for 2 today. Hit by a pitch, reached on an error, but Nick Cotter's been putting the ball in play a lot so far this season, and he's been making good contact. So with two outs, the Evergreens leave it up to Nick Cotter. A hit to the outfield could give the Evergreens the victory. Let's see if Nick Cotter can deliver his first turn against Wyatt Stahl. Stahl is coming home inside ball one. Should the inning and should the game continue, Elijah Schmidt would bat. Cotter looking to end it here. Stall comes set and he's coming home. One ball, no strikes. Ground ball to third. Fielded by the third baseman and the lead runner is caught in a pickle and tagged out. The Evergreens make another out on the base paths and we're going to extra innings. Seven was not enough to decide this one. We're tied 4-4, and we're back after this break on 93.9 The Game and EverythingEvergreens.com. 